This week on Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes, the nerds discuss a ton of trailers, including the new Bumblebee trailer, X-Men Dark Phoenix, and The Crimes of Grindelwald. They also talk about the new Deadpool movie coming out in December, Gambit as a rom-com, and of course, The Batawang. All of this, questions from our listeners, and our weekly nerd on, on this episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Sometimes. I am the one true host, Michael, and with me in awkward positions mm-hmm. are TJ, Chuck, and our favorite editor-in-chief, Ray. You know what would really have helped us deal with these awkward positions? What's that? Beer. Oil. What? Beer and oil. oil. Okay. Oil. Oh, yes. <laughs> or boils. <laughs> Both of those. Boil uh, oil. I mm. spent uh, probably two hours today on the anti MLM subreddit, which is multi level marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just a bunch of posts about people hating on essential oils. Mm. And so when you said that, I'm like, were you in my bed this <laughs> like, for a split second? <laughs> like, my entire day just got wrapped into a bow. Mm. <laughs> So how's everyone been today? Good weekend? Yeah, pretty good weekend. I'm yeah. glad it's over, and I'm glad I'm back. I missed y'all guys. I did. Oh, I missed com- you too. Conveniently enough. Well, I wasn't here last week, and I know I bailed on y'all last night, but I was just tired. You bailed on us about three or four times. I yeah. know, but I'm just counting last night. I'm counting all of those We're times. We're counting all of it. Yeah, we count it from the beginning of time. Yeah. Till we murder you. Call so, you Chuck the Bailer. Basically just, yeah. you know, fucked, but that's okay. I know. Mm. It's okay. <sighs> That's what the loop's for. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, that got real weird. Uh, how about we go to Nerd On, guys? <laughs> Get your Nerd On. So Nerd On is our weekly segment where we talk about the things that we have been nerding out on separately and together. So as always, let me start separately out but equal with the. <laughs> With, no. the, with the nicest no. guy in the group, uh, Ray, uh, spouting out 60s <laughs> phrases. <laughs> okay. Talk uh, about your nerd on. I don't know if I want to hear it now. <laughs> Me neither. Well, um, there were a lot. Of, there were there were a few things that uh, all of us kind of kind of explosive. Well, some of us, several of us took part in uh, our yes. local brewery. Halpatter had an Oktoberfest party. Down at their uh, their place yesterday, and uh, me and TJ went up there earlier that day, and Michael went up there a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some brats, we had some beers. Um, man, a lot of I man heard, I heard amazing brats, Ray. No, the brats were out of control. The brats were out of control. Yeah, because Ray's like, oh, brats and beer. I'm like, bro, I heard the brats were amazing. You're like, oh, brats. So no, they were good. They were absolutely good. They were kick ass. The the beers were good. 
Um, they they did two new ones, the Applebach and um, their Oktoberfest. The the Doppelbach. Yeah, and their Oktoberfest. Yeah, oh, the man. Doppelbach. The one I was able to get was really good. I was not able to get a brat. However, strangely enough, and by just sheer coincidence. We had brats for lunch that day at home. <laughs> so it was just very weird. So it worked out. It worked out great. It was delicious. Yeah, I had. Uh, they sold some uh, special edition steins while we were there. And oh shit! And I both got one. They weren't like decorative steins. They were like a glass with some printout on them. But still, still, I still want that. They're nice. I like, like commemorative glasses. They're, they're real heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you gotta worry about them breaking. They were mm-hmm. good and clean glasses. Hold with quite a bit of beer in them yeah. too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um we get to have little things like that here in Lake mm-hmm. City now, which is nice. So mm-hmm. well other people might as well. Uh I know that Hal Patter uh, our brewery just uh got a deal with uh Cone Distributing and yep, yep. they're uh, getting their kegs out to breweries and places all over they are. uh mm-hmm. the area. So Southeast that's at least, really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, so look We're out proud for of them. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance, good job, it's guys. really good beer. Anything, Congrats. Like yeah, anything all. I've had that they've brewed has been. I'm not a. I'm not really a beer person, but like a lot of their stuff, I like, and I can you know at least you'll enjoy try it. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll at least drink a glass of any of their beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, also uh, the uh, the good place. Season mm. three aired this week. <laughs> uh, me and TJ, I think, are the only two. Did, uh, anyone else pick uh, that up? I'm planning Negative. on starting season two probably tomorrow. Season, burning, uh, yeah, you're burning, burning through. through it and then be caught up with season three. So this was season two, uh, episode one. Uh, it was a lot of a recap, so it felt like, of, uh, of yeah. the end of season three or mm-hmm. season two. Uh, but again, I'm still loving it. I, I mean, love, I love the twist at the end. Yeah, <laughs> of the yeah. episode. I'm like, damn it. They're really good at these little twists. Wait, there's a twist at the end of episode one, season three. Yeah, Shh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it's great. Explore. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a good one, Krista. <laughs> Was there anything else that we uh, collectively Spider-Man? We've been doing that a little bit more still. Yeah. Uh, Nathan's not here tonight because of Spider-Man. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we had a delicious Mexican dinner last night. Yeah, we did. Well, I'm three still of us feeling did. horrible. I've had, I don't <laughs> know. My waitlist for churros was quite good. I'm no, sorry. Was delicious. I'm sorry that your meat stew was. Uh, <laughs> Was strange and but TJ's huevos chorizo looked amazing. Wow. It was it was quite awesome. But yeah, y'all had some. I had amazing. pork verde and uh, I think they call it pork Colorado. It's the red red sauce. Yeah, both the red of them sauce were delicious. Yes, mm-hmm. both of them were delicious. But I have felt like shit since then. But funny enough, I have felt like shit, but I have not had the shits. So mm. kind of a I don't know if that's a bummer or a positive thing. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun too. Just wait, It'll yeah. I, I've been I've been waiting. I'm still feeling horrible. Had a horrible headache and everything last night. So since I had a headache, I decided, uh, you know what? We'll probably help with this headache. I'm a, I'm gonna read comic books <laughs> on my tablet on a lighted yes, screen. Yes, absolutely. In the dark, uh, <laughs> full brightness. You're a glutton for punishment, yeah, man. So um, so I took I took some uh took some medicine, poured myself a nice bath, and sat in it with with uh bubble bath and everything I'm, I'm really trying to paint y'all a good picture here yeah you prop your leg evening. up but i'm like the <laughs> fuck, man? i don't need the visual <laughs> it was a lot like this chuck um <laughs> and I, I started reading um i had read a bunch of these before some ambiance but, uh, yeah but of course on uh, marvel unlimited everything comes out six months later and i had called up current at the time with all their star wars comic books 
and they're excellent. But, uh, you know, it's been maybe a year, <clears throat> so, you know, there's a lot more on there. So I started, uh, started reading up some more of those, and they're just... Man, they're just really, really good. Yeah, uh, Aaron is writing it. The, the the same one that writes uh the wrote Thor God Thor. of Thunder and is currently I think, he's current on, I think he's still yeah. writing okay. Thor. He was doing Doctor Strange for a while. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he's still on that. He's a good writer. I feel like he's um somewhat underappreciated. You, you have yeah. all the Tom Kings and the uh, who's the Th- Thanos guy right now, or that did Thanos and Cosmic Josh Ghost Rider or Cates? Yeah, yeah, Donnie Cates yeah. and all those people. It's Josh Brolin. And uh, I don't hear Aaron's name as much, but all of his stuff is pretty fucking solid. I think he gets, wasn't he, um, I don't know, he, I, I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap for Original Sin, which I think was his baby. I thought Original wasn't Sin. Wasn't it? Uh, maybe. I'm thinking Axis. Axis was Remender, which yeah, is horrible. That makes because sense. Remender is good, and Axis was horrible. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Star Wars stuff has been great. They they yes. add these extra little characters and this this it's it's all after uh, a New Hope. The, mm-hmm. uh, currently, the stuff I'm reading, and there's a like there was a whole issue um, dealing with Dingar, the the bounty hunter that's like wrapped up in the in the stuff and has the fucked up face. It, I mean, uh, this, <laughs> yeah. He has like cuts and stuff all over I'm, his face. He's like a leper. I know who. Yeah, Dengar he looks like is. a leper, okay, yeah. Chuck. That's, he looks like a mummy that he came looks like back a leper. to life, like a mummy assassin. <laughs> but yeah, there's which a, sounds like a fucking badass movie, <laughs> Mummy Assassin. Mummy Assassin. I'd want, We should make that movie. I saw that movie. It was Bubba Hotep. Oh God, that's <laughs> oh. a good one too. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I've been digging these so much since Marvel relaunched the the Star Wars stuff. Everything I've read from it so far has been really good. I, I know yeah. they put out a lot of like mini series and stuff. The Lando one, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if the Princess Leia one's good. I don't know if the Poe one's good. It's but not. Star Wars, Darth Vader, the first series of Darth Vader. The Darth um, Maul books I did The read. Darth Maul books I read were good. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Aphra's book, her standalone book, is amazing, I too. I haven't jumped into that yet. That would probably be one of the other ones that I'd, ju- I'd jump into. I, I, so I have a lot of the uh, Thrawn ones, and I haven't read those yet, and I saw they're starting to come up on um, on Unlimited, too. So those might yeah. be something I throw on my download list for uh, for the plane run to Iceland. Yeah. Doc Aphra is one of my favorite characters that they've created for these series mm-hmm. and her and uh triple zero and bt1 oh yeah. she has evil droids oh yeah yes. okay <laughs> and they're they're so good they're because um triple zero is basically a very murderous c3po he's still very polite but he always wants to drain people of their blood and cut their limbs off and stuff like that uh it's so it's that's, it's that's like a, a Crumbopulous Michael, an assassin <laughs> from uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, like, oh, I just love killing. You know, <laughs> old people, kids. I don't care. Kill them all. Here's my card. <laughs> and then when he starts going to ma- uh, going to miss, he's like, oh boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> it's just so happy. Uh, I've also I also read um, New Mutants this week, and I came to an ep- uh, an issue that I've read. <clears throat> the excerpts from it before it's a it's a speech that kitty pride um gives and no uh, you move <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's it's a very some um uh, story because they they they're at kitty pride and the new mutants are of course 
uh, the students at the Xavier School and the public school there has invited them to come to a dance. So they they get to go to this dance. Kitty gets stuck with this one guy that's like new at this other school. Uh, the principal like sort of hooks them up, and she's like, "Well, whatever. Let's just have a good time." He's kind of a dweeb. He's get, he gets picked on a lot, even though he's new. Um, and they've uh, some of the bullies at their school have decided to play a trick on him and tell him they don't know he they don't no one knows this. He's a mutant. He hasn't told anyone. Uh, these kids are being mean and decide, hey, we're gonna bully this kid. This is gonna be hilarious. We're gonna tell him that we found out his secret and that these mutant hunters are coming after him. Um, so he gets this this letter and he's like freaked out and he's trying to fit in with the with the new mutant kids and Kitty and uh, he ends up telling some racist uh, mutant jokes and everyone's like all right well it's time for us to go and they go home and everyone's like kind of bummed because they like liked this kid but then he was being like real racist and shitty uh, and one of them Wolfsbane goes back to his house because she's like something doesn't pan out here. And uh, she finds out that he's a mutant. So she, it's, you know, late at night. She goes back. She wants to tell everyone, but they're all asleep. So she's going to tell them in the morning. They'll be so excited because he wasn't really being shitty. He was just trying to fit in. Um, But lo and behold, the morning comes and he's committed suicide. Um, And it's it's just a heartbreaking uh, story of this kid that was bullied and and kills himself and kitty pride who is the only person that has really hung out with him since he's been at the school um she has to go to go give a speech at the memorial and the speech is it's <clears throat> it's got some strong language in it um i i might see if i can post the the screenshots of it but it's 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 really interesting to me how something from so you know this is probably uh, probably early 80s early yeah early um, mid 80s early mid 80s and it was so relevant this week with a lot of the stuff that was going on politically and, and everything mm-hmm. um and it's 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 claremont at his finest mm-hmm. um just really using that mutant metaphor um to the fullest of its potential i believe uh, so so I'll, I'll try to post that. It was it was just a very yeah, do that. a very strong. Um, it really you know spoke to me, and I, 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 it still this many years later has that much meaning to it. And that's one of the reasons I really love Claremont because he can write these really fucking tough uh, uh, books and just make it mean something. So yeah, uh, that and uh, that was kind of a downer. But uh, today, <clears throat> Allison. We were hanging out at how at the house. Uh, both of us after our meal last night didn't feel great, so I said, "You know, we need a pick me up." Allison's never seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, so <laughs> I found the extended cut on, uh, Ooh, on Amazon. I didn't know that even existed. I, yeah, right, right. And it actually several of the scenes because I I used to, that used to be one of the VHSs that I, we'd pop in all the time at, oh, at my yeah, house. Absolutely, we watched mm. it constantly. Yeah, so. Um, I even had Robin Hood figures, like action oh, figures. I, absolutely, oh. absolutely, yeah. And they nope, had the, the actual fabric. Like the shitty arrows, too, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, and the fabric. A lot of those figures were... Um, Star Wars figures, weren't Star they? Star Wars play sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And re- Just re- I think they did new head sculpts, but they repurposed the figures and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That like, explains the size. Yeah. yeah. 
Friar Tuck was like a, a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So why is he all scaly under his robes? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, th- there were some really interesting because I've never watched the extended version. But uh, there was some really interesting stuff. Like they added a few things in because um, I always felt like um, the the sheriffs. Like what he was doing, like this old creepy lady told you to marry this girl. Why? Why? I don't get it. Why they like they didn't really go into that, uh, but in this they go into it a little bit more. That there's this group of people that are like on the fence about backing him of uh, on taking over everything, mm-hmm. but um, he doesn't have any royal any royal claim, so that's why he has to marry Marion, and. Uh, and so, like, there's a there's a few little things like that, and a few things with the witch that that are added in that I thought added a little bit to, it. and and mm-hmm. there was also um, there's a few scenes between the friar and uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's character, mm-hmm. and uh, like, because there's just one like sort of scene where it seems like the friar kind of doesn't like it, then they're buddies, mm-hmm. uh, but there's more of that in there where he's like just really shitty to uh, Morgan Freeman's character. Uh, so it adds a little bit to that to that relationship, but uh, in in doing this, Allison brought up a, a really interesting uh, thing. Alan, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Uh, mm-hmm. He does a fabulous job at being um, a dirty scoundrel. Dirt, yeah, yeah, he, he's so good at being the sheriff of Nottingham. Um, and she said, "You know, I really think that they missed the boat on this. They uh, they should have had Alan Rickman play Captain Hook." at some point and i was like good god he would have been excellent as okay. as a captain hook so i, I posed the, to the guys earlier what what's what do you what's a role that you wish you could have seen alan rickman in like that because I, I i agreed with her i was like god him as captain hook would have been excellent snape too <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer i was actually his prince of uh sheriff of nottingham was one of my favorite roles he did and I mean, just reprising that role would have been incredible. But on a more general note, I th- uh, for some reason I think like uh, maybe like him playing a lawyer, like a John a John Grisham esque type movie, huh. I think would be re- okay. uh, uh, would have been really interesting. Not like an iconic role or anything, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, the character he could put a lot of. Uh, you know, just a lot of emotion in those, uh, you know, those long movie court mm-hmm. speeches. Court speeches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't play a lot of hero roles either, did he? Uh, uh, they were more Galaxy like Quest and yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe more like gray areas. That would have been that would have been a nice uh, re. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to see him come back for a sequel. To that. Uh, exactly. Why grab fools, hammer? Just that Dwight in it. Oh, it did? What did? Oh, oh my yeah, God. that's right. That was Rain yeah. Wilson. Mm-hmm. What is that? A Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah, oh, Rain Wilson was in that. I haven't seen that in several other people. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Tim so Allen. What, what are, uh, Chuck, TJ, did you have any any ideas on this? Go ahead, Chuck. I, Chuck's shaking his head. I don't know what I could, because everything I'd, I've liked him and he was a villain, so I'm like, would I cast him as a villain or like something different? Look, he could do it all. Yeah, yeah I've that's got, true. I've got two. Okay, um, what are they? Um and both Lay of them, them on us. Both of them are in Marvel. One of them would I be you were like say Boba Fett. Uh, one of them would be a recasting of a mm-hmm. character they've done, but the other one would be a uh, character we haven't seen. Uh huh. Um. So the recasting would have been. I would have liked to see what he would have done as a as the Red Skull. 
huh. in Captain America because I think he could have pulled that off. Pulled that one well. off. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And could have really chewed the scene up. I mean, when I you love said Kree casting. I was thinking uh, Norman Osborn or Green Goblin. No. Honestly. <laughs> but I did go with the Spider Man villain. Um, I went with uh, Chameleon. Ah, yeah. I think he would have been a fun chameleon, a chameleon. W- against Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Well, and then another um, conversation we got into was Kevin Costner films. This was his heyday mm-hmm. during this era. Well, what are some of your favorite Kevin Costner films? Field of Dreams, man, all that's day. My, that's my first okay. answer right there. Field of Dreams, man. That one always rips the heart, dude. I know everyone. Uh, I know they say that this was a complete flop, but Waterworld. I love Waterworld. I've never seen that one, actually. I think I Waterworld is excellent. It's one of my favorite post-apocalyptic films. My top three, because it, it's hard to choose, Yes, uh, would definitely be uh, A Perfect World. Okay. Uh, that's the movie where he's on the run from the law and he kidnaps this Jehovah's Witness kid and they go on the run. Uh, it's a very, very kind of like heartfelt movie. I remember seeing mm-hmm. it as a kid, but anybody who hasn't seen it, I recommend it's got Clint Eastwood in it, Laura Dern. Huh. Uh, it's a really good movie. It came out in 93. Okay. Uh, Postman. I love The Postman. I, I knew you were going to say that. I absolutely love The Postman as well. Yes. It was just... It, it's it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I, I, I don't know why people hate it. Immediately when this ended, I went to see what other Kevin Costner films were on Amazon. Yeah. And I, that was on there. And I was like, oh, shit, we're about to push play. But it, you had to buy it. And I was like, god mm. damn it. I was about to make Allison have a Kevin Costner day. Oh God, you didn't, that and Dance of the Wolves, man. We would have yeah, never made it to never the podcast. Made it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, what was the third movie? It just totally slipped my mind at this point. So you can move on. I'll try to remember it. All right. Well, uh, that uh, I think pretty much does. Oh, we also watched a show that's a uh, an Amazon show. Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph forever. Um, it's essentially just this couple that's been married for a long time and it is so like them that, that weird, awkward, long pauses comedy that they do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was 30 minutes. I think it was a 30 minute episode, but it definitely felt like an hour. hour. Um, so I don't, we're going to watch another couple of them. But it was r- rough to watch, and not because it was bad, just because it was like that kind of stuff. There was almost the, like none of the jokes were like really jokes, and there was nothing like nothing really bad or awkward happening in in the whole thing. It was just like him being like, "Well, you know what? I think we're both hungry. Well, maybe we should get a hamburger. No. I don't think I want a hamburger. I'm just gonna go to the bar and get a rosé. That okay? Well, I'm gonna go out and go ski some more. It, it was like." so normal that yeah, it was awkward. Yeah, it's that um, the good cop felt a lot like that. It felt mm. longer than it was. Yeah. That show I talked about last week. Yeah. Ugh. So, that was that's it for me this week. Ooh. Chuck? Hi. Uh, <clears throat> pretty much what I've been uh, nerding out on this week is uh, I've jumped back on uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, about halfway done with the first season now and... How many seasons are there of that? Uh, there's too many 50 well there's one season on netflix and it's like 52 episodes and then there's wow the Alchemist brotherhood but like i've noticed i'm like almost on i think like episode 28 and the intro and outro and the song for has changed so i'm guessing it's like after a few episodes is like 
kind of a weird season. I don't know. I don't understand how anime episodes work sometimes. And I think sometimes that stuff just happens. They just change the well, stuff it's like, because of the story. Yeah, the story know. has changed because it's pretty much the same principle. The uh, two brothers, uh, Ed and uh, Al Elric, they're looking for the Philosopher's Stone to correct the mistake they've made by using alchemy on, and it's ruined their bodies. Now it's going into there's this guy that's killing off the state alchemists, pretty much the government, mm-hmm. and... Oh god, I'll straight to the Oh yeah. So they're dealing with this guy and come to find out the state alchemist literally committed genocide on this one uh race of people because they don't believe in alchemy and apparently they had made a philosopher's stone and you find out reasons why they're doing it and it's like just all this conspiracy that's going on in it. So I mean if you just wanted to watch something just it, I find it to be entertaining and I'm not a big anime guy, but yeah. it's, the story is enough to just keep it keeps building and building so i'm like i'm just i'm enjoying the world i know and, a lot of people love it that's that's one of the big yeah, and i like the characters too uh, the two yeah. brothers ed and uh al elric but uh other than that i've uh started and finished season two of iron fist and holy shit that ending right fuck you that i ending, love I hated that, that shit. i love no, no no okay the ending was great the last 20 seconds of the ending was horrible no that's but, what i'm talking about i loved it bitch but uh no if i don't know who's the guy that's playing danny rand um, I know he was in Game of Thrones. I cannot. I don't know his name. I, I can't, can't remember, remember his name right if now. He would have done what he did with Rand in season two, the way he acted and carried himself. Yeah. In season one, season one would not have been a bad season. No, absolutely not. Because yeah. it looked like he literally found his own from the end of Defenders in that one episode with Luke mm-hmm. Cage, and he's like, "Okay, I know how to do this character of Danny Rand." Well, and I, I think there was a big enough backlash, and they've. They actually decided to fix the things that were wrong with mm-hmm. season one. But, dude, it's like, Danny Rand, Danny Rand was amazing in this one. I thought he was great. He was 100 times better than he was in season one. Mm-hmm. I can't speak enough praise of Colleen Wing and Mary. Mary was out of control. So cool. was Colleen. But Mary was how she was interacting with uh, Joy and got Joy and Danny. He was like, yeah, yeah. Davos, um, he's bad. Yeah. I might be able to handle this. Actually, no. I'm going to leave now. Yeah. No, I loved Mary. Um, she she was a great character, a great addition to the world and everything. Uh, and I, I'm not sure who the actress is. I've seen her before, no but I have no clue. But she did an, an excellent but job. She That is Typhoid Mary, even yes. though they don't come out and yeah, say they don't, it. Yeah, because her name is Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the what's the other? Walker is the other mm-hmm. persona. And then, and then get, there's a third one. She has... Three does three she or the four. Comics? Yes, I don't know. Yeah, but there's several of them. But she does such a good job flipping back and forth. Yeah, because um, there's the timid Mary, then there's yeah. the hard as nail Walker, and come to find out, there's another one that they just realize that terrifies both of them. Texas Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the Mary character was amazing. I I dude, I wouldn't mind a show just with Colleen and Mary. Colleen and Mary, and and also Misty, uh, Misty was, was so good in this this season as well. But uh, I mean, but I, what about um, Ward? I I thought Ward didn't was he was an a complete character. flip from season one. Yeah, I liked that he wasn't that just that annoying ass prick. Even though he started that way, but yeah. it's because of his rehabbing. They really moved his character along. Mm. Yep. So, mm. but I mean, I don't want to go into spoilers. But dude, the the ending yeah, was do. great. You really do the last. The last half half minute of that is so bizarre and awesome. 
No. I loved it. Because I know TJ's going to watch it eventually, so I don't want to say anything about it. I know, it. and then yeah. we don't want to give spoilers because it just came out recently. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. oh, I loved it. Fade to black. Yeah. Yes. Camera zooms in. It's Roseanne Barr and a typewriter. I would have I would have taken that ending over what they gave. No. Yes. You're wrong. What about Did a they? Seinfeld ending? Would you rather have <laughs> oh, a Seinfeld gosh. ending? They have a Soprano ending. I'd rather have that. Did they have a beeper at the end of it with Captain Marvel's thing on? <gasps> no, that would have been so much better. So somebody <laughs> said a side note that they want the very beginning of Avengers 4, Sam Jackson being in the Soul Stone going, Ucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want that now too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never knew I wanted something. So I bad. just want a Marvel short right now. Mm. Just yeah, five second oh, YouTube video. <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, other than that, speaking of Marvel, uh, just uh, today I got my uh, exclusive. I mean, it was supposed to be GameStop. I got it from Entertainment Earth. TJ has his pre-ordered from uh, BBTS Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah, uh, the Archangel mm-hmm. figure, uh, which they announced at. Uh, was it San Diego Comic Con? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, it was supposed to have been a December release, but it, they're everybody's putting it out now. Um, it's a pretty much a reissue of uh, an SDCC exclusive Archangel. It was uh, an X Force set and another Archangel. And I was not into Marvel Legends at the time collecting them, so when they released this, it came with uh, four different head sculpts, uh, better sculpt for the wings, better paint job, and an accessory for the Apocalypse uh, Build-A-Figure. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go for that. And it finally came. I haven't opened it yet, but uh, I'm I'm surprised that the head sculpts that are in it, like the Death Mask head sculpt, and uh-huh. uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, the only I didn't pay is, attention uh, to the sculpts. I'll have uh, to look at that. The head sculpts that are not masked, or the ones with the hair, are the Adam Warlock and the uh, Magus head sculpts. They just painted them different okay but uh i mean it's a good choice of using but uh i've seen people uh, yeah. modding it already by taking the hair off the sue storm fantastic four exclusive figure and putting it on one of the heads so it looks more like the 90s gotcha. archangel yeah the wavy mm-hmm. yeah and uh tuesday fedex is saying that uh my other package for marvel legends coming in uh fantastic four is the thing another walgreens exclusive it's in Jacksonville, so I'm hoping to get it tomorrow, but uh, I, I've been waiting for that. I keep seeing people posting pictures and pictures and pictures online. I'm like, I'll have it in hand soon. Looks I pretty badass. Wait. And oh, that'll yeah. complete your Fantastic Four wave. Uh, for now, yes. Because okay. there's also talk of uh, a Super Scroll, possibly at the end of the year, mm-hmm. starting next year off, and they've been flip-floppy back and forth between uh, Doctor Doom. Oh, because the I Doctor may Doom have to get on that one too. Yeah. It's it's not a classic Doom. It's oh, more of a screw that then like an Iron Man type armor. Oh, okay, from the mm. the new Doom thing. I think so. No, I know. But uh, other than that, the Legends, Iron Fist, and Full Metal—that's what I've been doing. What about you, Mister Teej? Um, well, uh, jumped on a podcast that Mike and uh, Nathan had mentioned before. Uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. It's going to be my Iceland airline fare, probably. It sounds like one it's episode be nine. will be enough for the seven-hour flight. Yes. Oh, it, it's so good, though. It's so engaging. I don't want to stop listening to it. Yeah, I, I know that a five-part, four-hour-per-episode uh, covering of World War One sounds boring and terrible, but he just. It gives me anxiety thinking about 
editing that podcast, and y'all know how much editing I do on ours. I think there's like it seems like there's a month between episodes almost. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I'm I, sure. Yes, but it's like TJ said, it's very engaging, uh, and th- there's many aspects of World War One and just history in general that you kind of learn that have been kind of glossed over or just you know forgotten about but are very real very sometimes terrible experiences especially you know the beginning of the war you know uh, the way they put it uh it's a uh, 19th century armies fighting with 20th 20th century weapons nobody knew what they were doing yeah and just it was horrendous yeah i, I love the uh the thing he comes back to as well as where he's like if you could pinpoint a point in world history for the modern era that sets off where we are now even more than 100 years later it would be um what he uh the assassin Giuseppe Principe or yeah. Principe or whatever his name was is the most important person in world hist- in modern world history for assassinating the archduke which set mm-hmm. in motion all of this other stuff yeah and you can tie everything back in our even like current terrorism and in mm-hmm. the Cold War everything back to that one shot in a little podunk town in you know the uh, where was it at the time it was uh it's in Austria Hungary I believe no it was in uh or was it in Serbia. It wasn't in Serbia necessarily, but it's in like Croatia or something like that. Something, yeah, something weird like that. But anyway, isn't Sarajevo and you get shot there, and then you know it just skyrockets. It's I think they said it was a matter of two. Uh, it was a month from the time he was shot before ultimatums went down, and then they went from like a total peace almost to full out war in a two week period. It was just insane how quick everything went and snowballed after that. Everybody want to try out their new weapons, their new <laughs> yeah, toys, their new toys, and everyone had these internecing uh, like packs to protect each other if somebody went into war. So it was just this domino effect of overly eager, eager people. And they said, you know, kind of the the war, the idea of war is very glorified at the time much like it is now but even more so you know kind of you know gallivanting off to war uh and you know trench fighting and uh automatic gunfire and rail guns were just not that yeah. you know so it's a huge shift in the way people view war mm-hmm. mm. probably one of the main reasons we've had m- much fewer you know generally speaking subjectively in the past hundred years yeah this is called what again hardcore, uh, hardcore history? history yeah it's it's really good um you can kill a few episodes in the meat freezer yeah it'll, like it'll take you some time to go through some definitely um the last thing i bought a new macro lens for my camera i'm trying to get something that'll get some really good like detail shots that's why i haven't really done a photo shoot of that porcelain trooper yet mm-hmm. I want to make sure those details come out really good. And I want to get something that would be nice for um, taking pictures in Iceland. Yeah. So and that's cool. about it. All I've done this week. All right, Michael, what you got going on? 
Been listening to sci-fi, playing Doom, and watching Rick and Morty. That's it. No, I've been doing some other stuff, too. Uh, a little late to the game, but I got to see, because Chuck let me borrow it, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I thought was a very good movie. Uh, uh, people dogged it a lot because of its inferiority to the first movie, but I felt like... I feel like other than action, some action scenes, it was of a similar quality. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters. Mm. I enjoyed uh, the designs. The story wasn't too bad. A little silly at times, but the first one was a little silly as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, all you need for a story for those movies is an excuse to get giant robots and giant monsters to fight. That is essentially it. Just yeah. to kind of like get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Robot Jocks was so successful. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's really it for me. All right. Well, cruising along. Move prepping, on. Prepping for the Iceland. Yeah, we mm, have that. Yeah. Uh, countdown is at uh, less than less than two weeks. It's uh, a it's week like and two days. Nine days. Yeah. yeah. By the time we release this, we will be eight days out. Is yeah. That right. So. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to some news. We got a lot of news this week, so let's do it. Yes. Fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce you to the newsman of the evening. Jimmy Ray Hancock, come on now. He's with the news. You're going to read the news now. Jimmy Ray is with the news. Hey, Ray. What type of news you got tonight? Well, I hope it's good. Horrible. All right. Well, Mike drinks his pine salt beer. Uh, we got a little bit of news going on here. So uh, hoppy. <laughs> it is very hoppy. It's a, it's a Star it? Trek beer. Which one is it? What's it called? Uh, Insurrection or something like that? This is called Symbiosis. This is oh, a 30th okay. anniversary ale. Oh, okay. I thought 5. that was. 5.5%. The- it's nothing. Yeah. Natty Ice is better and cheaper <laughs> and gets you drunker. So uh, we had a couple of uh, announcements this week. Uh, one of which being about You're an uh, asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much about uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, damn. It's gonna require 105 gigabytes to uh, to god. install. Freaking god! And it'll support up to 32 players online. Um, that's a lot of gigabytes. Well, a lot of goddamn calories. Is that about what GTA did? It was 32. GTA was 30. It was 30? Yeah, this beats it out by two. The only okay. thing I know that's bigger is Battlefield. They do 60. F- no, well, it wasn't Battlefield. What was that game that had like 64 to 64 for, I think it was PS3 only? Oh, my God. There it was, doesn't matter, but they've only yeah. ever done it like once or twice. Uh, yeah, 32 is yeah. a lot of players online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that just per map if you're doing a... I guess if you're doing a versus Yeah, thing? if you're doing a versus it... it uh, I know the... GTA, it's the whole city's open up in mm-hmm. in the um, multiplayer, huh. and uh, the original Red Dead on its multiplayer, I think it was sixteen players, and it was almost open world. But I think it stayed in kind of one of the areas. I don't think it went to everything, but it was That's a lot of area to do multiplayer on. Yeah, yeah, and and they would snipe you as soon as you landed in the 
yeah, in the course. city and stuff like that. So I only yeah. played it like two or three times. I couldn't even get out of town on my horse by the time. Yeah, that's uh, just shot. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, the the file size for the download, I'm like, or for the install, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Because I thought Spider Man was pretty big at forty gigabytes, forty something, forty five. Nope. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, Mm-mm. not even half of it. Like I had to delete quite a bit of games off my PS4 just for Spider Man. Red Dead, I'm like, God damn, dude. I may have to look yeah, at a uh, fucking hard drive. Oh, uh, definitely. And this is another reason why I'm so pissed at these console makers. Five hundred right gigs. Yeah. Or you could get one terabyte, but we're gonna occupy like a hundred uh gigabytes to your operating system yeah. or whatever else, you know. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh PS4 also opened for uh cross play with Nintendo Switch and Xbox this week. On Fortnite on a Fortnite. beta. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what, what, what are the, why is this important? What are the thoughts on this? Because Sony's been um, against this for quite a while, and it's mostly for monetization. So they don't want you buying things on the Xbox Live Marketplace or the Switch Marketplace, mm-hmm. then bringing it over to PS4 or whatever yep. else without them getting their cut. So I guess they've kind of figured things out, whatever, with with whoever they need to figure out. Um, temporarily, at one point, uh, Fortnite had this set up and going without people knowing what was going on. There was no official announcement or whatever. Really? Yeah, people were finding that they were in multiplayer matches with Xbox and PC players. Um, and then once the word got out, they put the kibosh on it fast. Um, it was only like a day or so. But they they found out because of the gamer tags. Yeah. Because I think it's Xbox, you can have a space in it, and PlayStation, you can't, or vice versa, one mm-hmm. of the two. So they they found out. They're like, whoa, this is uh, this shouldn't be happening. Or, or not players were happy about it, yeah. but you know PlayStation was not happy with Epic Games about it. So rubbing their fingers together, expecting money and not getting it. Yeah. yeah. So ah, interesting. Interesting. But I mean, so. if you've already like, that's the thing I would get if like if it's a, a game that's been on all because it's on all the consoles, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So what would Sony care if I'm playing Nathan on his Xbox, but I'm using my PlayStation? It's a matter of what the extra because nobody earns any money off of them playing off of. You, Sony gets a little bit of money yeah. from your PlayStation Plus subscription mm-hmm. or whatever. But where these companies really make their money online is you buying all their little shit, like extra guns or extra maps or whatever well, I get else. That. So if you buy your map on Xbox and you're playing with someone on a PlayStation, mm-hmm. oh okay, so Sony's someone not getting else the cut. that map. Yeah, so they didn't buy it okay. through gotcha. Sony's server, so the marketplace, so they don't get their little cut of it. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, I mean, like, that's weird. Games like Overwatch, like. I got a couple guys I work with. They have an Xbox and they play Overwatch. I have I have a PlayStation Four, even though I don't have Overwatch anymore. But if you could do cross play like that, you I may be play. inclined to to keep it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I can I can get that, but I mean, it's just like eventually it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a I think it's uh, at a point now where there's enough outcry that's available. Yeah. Have um, other have other like. Switch and Xbox have been able to do crossplay for a yeah. while. Uh, uh, they have a spe- uh, since the Switch got like Fortnite and, okay. and games where you could play you with could other people. Yeah. yeah, 
So Sony's the only one that's been holding out on this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Which cool. is normal for them. Yeah. Because there's been things in the past where they've been asked to, like on the PS3 and um, other systems, or on the PS3 and, and early in the PS4's life cycle, where they're like, hey, why don't you just do this? Yeah. And right. I guess now it's at a tipping point. So, mm. good. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we got a first appearance of the Bat Wiener from uh, Batman Damned. And uh, there was a public outcry. Did you not know about this, Chuck? You know about the Batwing. Oh, I know. I have a yeah. little smirk on my face. He has a framed okay. uh, picture yeah. of it up on his on his wall right it's, now. It's, it's, it's it says matted. Whatever. It says, says Bat Peener on it. I thought it said whatever. It's right hashtag, next to my pillow. Hashtag goals. And yes. it's got a uh, embossed somehow. I don't yeah, know how you swung yeah. that, but yeah. hey, it's like a stained glass on it. Um, but apparently, uh, DC said the next uh, the next reprint of it's going to be censored, and then they said. Guess what? They're, we're not going to do a reprint of it. So, um, Batman Damned number one looks like if you don't have a copy now, you're, you're going to have to pay second. Yeah, you're going to have to pay secondary market prices, or which are just shot up even more because of because the no they reprint. said it's not going to reprint. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a weird, funny thing that's going on in the comic world. Apparently, Dick Sell. Yeah. Apparently, uh, this is on their black label that which was supposed to be the for more mature readers and stuff. Yep. And uh, uh, from what I hear, I haven't read it, but uh, this is the the funny thing with this being such a big deal is the story is actually really good, um, and the artwork in it, the the stuff that I've seen is really really good as well. So that penis was drawn in such great relief; it really was. Mm. So the shading was real nice on it. Yeah, I, it, it looked almost it was all like shading. period renaissance. It was a little big to be period Renaissance, though, because yeah. Renaissance penises were always really small. So, about yeah. Well, I mean, this is like Batman, so we naturally is going to have mm. a, a larger statue penis. Have mm-hmm. you read anything from uh, the Black Label from DC? I haven't yet. Okay, I'm just curious. No. What is? Uh, do you know the general gist of the uh, of the Batman damned story? What makes it Black I, Label? I don't. Okay. I, I think the penis mostly makes it black label, and it's magazine size instead of comic size. Uh, oh, really? One of the th- stories behind it is, mm-hmm. um, I guess in one of the regular uh, series Batman comics, the Joker gets killed, and there, it's unknown whether or not it was Bruce that did it. Okay. They're not sure if Batman did it or not. They're not sure if he outright murdered him or self-defense or what's going on with it. But Joker's dead. Joker's dead. And fingers are being pointed. Yeah, fingers are pointed at Batman. And this is, and this book is kind of telling maybe, you know, Bruce could be guilty of this. Okay. He could have crossed the line finally. And I know there's extra issues of this coming out. It's not just a... Um uh, one and done. This so is no. Like, this is like a series. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like specifically a graphic novel series. Is what they're doing. It, it is. It is more graphic novel size, I believe. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's oversized, so it's magazine size. Yeah, Wieners um, aside, I mean, that sounds like a cool story to get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that—that's what everyone that I, you know, in all my groups and everything, have been saying is like, you know, there's all this hype because of his his bat weenie, but um, the story is actually really good, and the artwork is excellent in it. Yeah. So. It's so. it's a I don't know it's, it's a silly choice. thing for um the outrage it gets but nowadays I'm not surprised I honestly at all. haven't seen any I I feel like this is manufactured outrage because I have not seen anyone the only thing I've seen people upset about is that so many people are talking about it 
I saw and the anti-circumcision like, group or whatever was oh protesting gosh. it. Oh God. Yeah, I'm sure there's little like dumb things like like yeah. that, but uh, I haven't seen anyone that's like, oh, this is because if you see the 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 picture, yeah, it's very like it's 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 an outline, yeah, of, and that's about it. It's not like straight up. Here's Bruce Wayne's dick. Yeah, uh, you, it's you, not Doctor Manhattaning out there. No, I, <laughs> and I saw the picture a few times, like right when it came out, and I didn't even notice it. I didn't realize. I thought they were just showing this part of the story, and I was like, mm, "What is this?" And then someone else was like, "There's the bat dick," and I was like, "Oh, there he is." So yeah. I guess that is there. Surprise! Yeah, surprise, surprise. Bat peener. The battlewing. Battlewing. <laughs> that that's actually what most people are calling it. Dang, um, I thought I was original. I know. Sorry about that, Mike. Oh, it's a gut reaction. Can so. that still be the uh, the the, the uh, title? Wait no! Last week was the dick. What did we choose last week? Uh, Mary Poppin Lockin. Yeah. Oh, we can do a bat dick title this week. We can yeah, do Battle Wang. Mm, absolutely. Or Bruised Wang. <laughs> Till that from Ricky Givens. <laughs> um. So, uh, 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 December twenty first, we're getting a new Deadpool uh, Deadpool film. I'm really yeah. confused about this. I yeah. think everyone's confused about I, this. I Basically, think- what happened is, um, the the studio put out a picture of fred savage in a bed being told a story by deadpool all uh the princess yeah, bride yeah. which is princess bride. yeah he's wearing a chicago bear shirt yes. yeah the back if you notice the cheetos bag on there is like the old 80s yeah. logo cheetos bag yeah. and they basically just told everyone start guessing now yeah but they there's uh someone else had uh reported that that they're supposed to be like before this came out that there was supposed to be a pg-13 edit of the film yeah. So I'm wondering if they're gonna edit the 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 two films or something like that, and use all the like the graphic stuff. They're just cut into him telling the story or something like that. Yeah, I, I think I it know. might be that, and it's like Deadpool telling Fred Savage's story. Yeah. Like almost, I I'd be surprised if he hasn't kidnapped him and put him in this bed like this. Oh, yes. To tell him the story. And it's, a, it's not. It's actually that Fred Savage. That would be amazing. Yeah, I was it's, telling, a, it's such a Deadpool thing, exactly. too. I was telling Allison, like, because I, I was smiling so big about this, because I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. This is so Deadpool, and Deadpool I don't 3, like the quest Deadpool. for more money. Yeah. But the scene looks amazing. I don't yeah. like Deadpool, <laughs> but I love this. This is like someone doing something, even though I don't love it, excellently. Yeah. They're doing They're it very so passionate well. about it. Yeah. So, yeah, so Man. December 21st, I guess we're getting another Deadpool, and who knows what this is going to be. Oh, it's, I'll go see it. I want to see yeah. Deadpool in an Ernest movie, oh, where he takes the fuck. place of Ernest. <laughs> With like the Deadpool suit, but he has the overalls yeah, he, on. Yeah, yeah, he has the hat and the yeah. denim vest over it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It can't happen. Ryan Reynolds, I know you're listening. <laughs> Van City Reynolds goes to camp. I yeah. kind of oh want to get some like one six Ernest outfit. And yeah, put it on my we talked now. about a one six. This is the second week in a row we've talked about a one six Ernest. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down oh, for this. Gosh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who is the leader of Star Wars and Lucasfilm, uh, she has her contract's been extended three years, um, which is interesting because a lot of people were saying. With uh, solo flopping and the the massive amount of hate that uh, Last Jedi has gotten I think and everything, it, I think that, that Last Jedi is a lot of squeaky wheel. I think it is. I as think well. it's just squeaky wheels yep. and a lot of people jumping on a bandwagon. Yeah, but um, there there were a lot of people that were 
calling for her head, wanting her gone out of there. No. And Solo was Solo was a good movie and it was. you should feel ashamed of yourselves for not going. Is yeah. that on Netflix or not yet. Blue yet? I don't think it's, it's even out. I don't, I don't think it, you should buy the you should buy the DVD. It just came out on Blu-ray. Oh, it just did? Did yeah. it come out on Blu-ray you should buy or the Blu-ray. digital? No, it came out on Blu-ray okay. this week. This okay. last week, and okay. Katie wants to get a copy of it. So no, it was excellent. Um, fall asleep, to and that. I, I think she's been doing a good job. I don't understand yeah, what everyone's been so, doing a good job staying away. <laughs> I don't understand why everyone's so against her. I no. mean, I mean, she's, she's not doing Kevin Fine good, but she's holding together. The star doing that good. No one's doing. <laughs> no one has done that good. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm not upset about this. I, I think the, all the new Star Wars have been great. I've yeah. loved mm-hmm. them. And I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. I, opening night, I went to see Phantom Menace. And I yeah. mean, I've uh, told that story a bunch. Yeah. I, I don't love the, the prequels, but everything else I've loved. So yeah. I just hope that the, the franchise continues to evolve and tries to stay fresh. Yeah, go to new places, please. Isn't that what the other part of the article was about? Uh, new characters from they're gonna do for in series like TV shows and stuff like that. Bar also, bar yeah, yeah. There, mm-hmm. there, there's other uh, TV show stuff coming up and everything down the line and all that. But, but uh, they're gonna focus on new characters. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, what they were saying. Yeah. So, uh, and I feel like so far we've gotten several. Like the three movies that have been put out recently are completely different. Yeah, they're very, very different films. Uh, Last Jedi is not the same as Force Awaken, mm-hmm. and Solo is not the same as either of them. So, yeah. and, and, oh, and uh, Rogue One—I forgot all about that. They're all four like yeah. very different films. Yeah, Rogue One's definitely like a—it's definitely a war movie. Yeah, or it's so it's—I'm surprised really. Uh, Solo was a really fun kind of heist type movie. Say heist kind of noir as well. Yeah, mostly heist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on the whole movie. No, he did not. <laughs> that's, very, that's that's very hard boiled noir. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not mad about this. I know a lot of people are pissed off about it. Um, but yeah. who cares? Fuck yeah. y'all. Um, I'm here for the ride, baby. Exactly. Yeah, I'm here Let's for, go, for a long time, not a good time. Uh, Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers <laughs> on the set of uh, "You Are My Friend." Did y'all get to see this photo? That's yeah, the looks good. It's uh, it's quite uncanny they did a good job yeah it's i didn't think they could get a nicer guy in this in a little sweater like that but yeah i mean i don't know a nicer guy be than nicer than stanley mr. mr rogers no tom hanks is pretty nice fucking guy dude yeah. <laughs> listen here spider neighbors <laughs> No, I've heard some stories about Stanley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so you know, it's an interesting fact I I read because I went on kind of a Mr. Rogers kick. Apparently, Forrest Gump was one of his favorite movies, and he really? watched it multiple times. I can believe that. Uh, also, I think in the '80s, Burger King did a uh, Mr. Rogers like uh, it was a short-lived kind of impersonation to sell burgers, which he was not a fan of. Uh, but Eddie Murphy did a <laughs> Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, yeah, which yeah. is oh basically a, a Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Oh my God! That uh, apparently, <laughs> so good. Apparently, Mr. Rogers loved it. Yeah, <laughs> he I thought can, it was so good because he's, like, he's like the spirit's still there. <laughs> you could tell he cares about the kid. I remember yeah, they, uh, they actually talk hey, about kids, this. Can um, you say bastard? <laughs> <laughs> they actually um talk about this in the uh, i forget what it was called the the 
the won't you be my neighbor or whatever? yeah the, the the documentary that came out a couple of months ago yeah. they, they talk about that and uh some other stuff because they talk about how hard he was by like certain ones and then that one he like thought was was kind of great so yeah. it was hilarious um yeah so he looks great and I, i'm looking forward to seeing that the uh the documentary was great i love mr rogers I think he's a uh, he he's was the, an excellent he, he's man. He's the Bob Dylan of children's broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a strange thing. We keep hearing about this. So Marvel bought Fox, but we keep hearing about this Gambit movie, and uh, <laughs> it's supposed to start shooting earlier. Uh, early Disney's next like, year. I don't care what we get from you guys. But I want that Gambit yeah. movie. Well, apparently Channing it's, Tatum. It's supposed to be a romantic, a romantic comedy. Which I, okay, that yeah. that honestly, that's kind of perfect for Gambit. I think that's perfect in a world where Gambit and like Gambit and Rogue have been established. Because honestly, the Mister and Miss X and the Gambit and Rogue miniseries that was recently out, mm. excellent, and that's exactly what it was. It was a romantic comedy. Um, and it was just really good, uh, it, but it was also someone who's writing it who has loved those characters since yeah. the nineties at but least. You, Almost but, but as Gambit's much as that prototypical sleazy guy at the yeah. beginning who you can who changes over the yeah. course of the movie to become a sweet and awesome guy. But it's also weird that he's, like he's, they're sleazy as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Machiri, I've changed. But they're still talking about um, this film, and it's like, I honestly don't think we're going to see New Mutants. It's been pushed back so many times. I think we'll see it, but it'll be like a direct-to-video type thing. I don't know if they'll even do that. They might just can it. I didn't think this Gambit one keeps getting talked about. It's it's just weird to me. Because wasn't New Mutants pretty much finished? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing some reshoots, but they're also doing reshoots to Phoenix. Uh, which, which we'll get to a, later. Yeah. And it got pushed way back as well, because I think yeah. it's in June now or something. Yeah. Because uh, it was originally supposed to be in February. Sure. It needs all the help it can get. Yeah. Yep. We'll get to that mm. in a minute, though. Uh, we got a trailer to, for a Peter Jackson film called uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. and uh, It was very short. Yeah. It, but very timely for me and Mike, too. Yeah, Yeah, because of y'all's... y'all's <laughs> Nerd on. Yeah, yeah, Nerdons. So, so talk, about, talk a little bit about this. <laughs> what exactly do we have going on here, guys? So uh, Peter Jackson's uh, colorized a lot of World War One footage. Yeah. And has made, a, I guess, a film of it. Do we think this is going to be like a documentary, or is this going to be an actual film where he's going to use these clips? That's going to be like I uh, think it's Kohanas Katsi, where it's just... Uh, a bunch of just you film. Know, film put yeah. together and edited together with I mean there might be like a plot to it but I think it, it might just be like just a mosaic from start to finish yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's weird that's weird but that's interesting I would be that's into a, it it's a one night only thing yeah, it's that's a, true um, October 16th was it yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a very art artsy type thing yeah. so I, I would be interested to see it because that's always been one of my problems with um, history and kind of Putting it into these were real people and everything mm-hmm. else is it doesn't black look and white, real. Yeah, black and white photo doesn't really do it justice. I know colorization doesn't do a perfect job. Yeah, but it does a better job of like it yeah. humanizes it to an extent. Exactly, more relatable. Well, and the, and the stuff that they showed on this looks excellent. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like so a great good. job was done on it. So it looks natural. So. Uh, man, we have so many trailers this week. Uh, we had that one, and we have one called Stan and Ollie. 
This is about Laurel and Harvey. Harvey? Is Hardy. 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 The old school, real, 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 real old school um, comedian. Yeah, like silent team. movie. Yeah. yeah. Three Stooges-esque comedy mm-hmm. duo. Yeah, is Steve Kogan and uh, John C. Riley in this? Vaudevillian. Yes. Yeah, Vaudevillian. Mm-hmm. It's the untold story. Uh, I mean, both. I mean, John C. Riley's makeup looks really good unless he gained like 100 pounds for the role. If he did, I'm even more impressed. But his yeah. makeup looks really good. It does. Yeah. Steve Coogan is always great. I loved him in Hamlet 2. Uh, Hamlet Tropic too. Thunder. Yes. You know, he, he's he's a really good actor, and so is John C. Riley. We talked about him having Quino quite a lot of range and three or four podcasts ago, so we really won't go into it. John but, C. Riley, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he yeah. he's my because we're about to talk to talk about him in another film, uh, Holmes and Watson. Completely mm. different film, and, and and it's a movie that takes place probably thirty to forty years <laughs> yes. before Laurel and Hardy, <laughs> yeah, which it's, is just really it's just the range the man has. I don't know, yeah, yeah. I mean, he played he was in war movies, uh. The hard ass editor in chief he played and never been kissed aside of Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I mean that was that was right before his comedy roles kind of took off. Yeah. So it's interesting to see the evolution and him to come back around to uh, more serious roles. One of my yeah. first roles I remember him in is um, Magnolia, the the I P.T. Anderson. Still which, need to see that movie. I think God. the first thing I saw him in was probably Boogie Nights. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I saw that after I saw Wasn't Magnolia. He in a war movie too. He was in the was. Thin Red Line, that yeah. World War Two movie. Yeah, that I think that's where I saw him the first time. So out of the out of the two John C. Riley movies we have coming out, <laughs> uh, mm. well, so we have Stan and Ollie. We are already talked about Holmes and Watson, which is uh, Step Brothers Part Two. But <laughs> yeah, that's like what it me. looks like because Jim Boy's running out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, I. <I'd, sighs> I did chuckle at one part. Oh, when the yeah. bees get loose and he's just <laughs> shooting all bee humor is like right on it for me. <laughs> his Webley revolvers at the yeah, bees. He's just shooting his revolvers at all the bees. That was that was a that was a knee slapper for me. Know. There's it's almost like you don't really need a trailer for their movies. Just put that they're gonna be in something together, you know exactly yeah. what it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. And you'll know if you want to go see it or not. BT Dubs, we haven't mentioned. This is uh, Will uh, Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell is playing Sherlock and, Holmes, and um, Watson is of course John C. Riley. Yeah. So um, yeah, and this just says I think this one just said coming out coming soon or something like that. It's exactly what you would expect. I think it's yeah. uh, end of, by end of the year is when it's going to drop. Maybe. Yeah, they use a lot of the new Sherlock Holmes uh, tropes, like yeah. the mm-hmm. like calculating, yeah, uh, the, physics yes. of his movements and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just going to be like. Hot Shots Part Two to Top Gun or Rambo. <laughs> I was thinking like Scary Movie. Scary yes, movie. Scary exactly. Movie. Uh, so just on the right track. Right so uh, air quotes. Classy parodies are back. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gosh. thought you thought they'd killed them. I'm excited. It's like I'm 12 years old again. I'm so. I'm gonna um, have to go see it with Mike because yeah, I don't oh, think I'll enjoy Mike's it otherwise. Have the best time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So just be shaking my head and laughing the whole time. <laughs> and Chuck, I don't, I Chuck should be doing be. what he's doing right now, holding his hand no, over his head, just laughing so hard. It's still yeah. funny. I can't oh, it's gonna be funny. Him. And Braun Strowman's in it, so I'll go see it. Who? 
Braun Strowman. He's the uh, the guy that was in the ring that they were fighting. Oh, and kind of um, like uh, the Sherlock Holmes, uh, the Robert uh, Downey Jr. ones. Who's the other guy? Uh, Moriarty. Ray Fiennes, isn't it? Uh, ben from Parks and Rec. I can't remember his real name. Oh, Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott. See him, but he's in the uh, credits. Yeah, but I didn't mm. see him in there, so I'm like, hmm. yeah. And Ralph Fiennes is uh, Moriarty, so I'm like, yeah. It there's some potential, but it's. I know. Yeah. You just it's, gotta you just gotta turn your brain off for you, you know an hour exactly and a half. what you're getting into. You're getting with a this. 90 minute movie, and yeah. so yeah. let's talk about what what <laughs> I thought was the surprise of this week. The or trailer wise, what um, Bumblebee? Oh yeah, yeah. We got the a Bumblebee trailer, <laughs> and it looks good. Yeah, you're not like, su- you're not lying about being surprised. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize this. Uh, you guys brought it up, but the the female lead that plays opposite Bumblebee is actually the character uh, she played in the True Grit reboot with, uh, you know, directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Yeah, I mean, she's got some acting chops. She's really good in that movie. So that makes me even more, you know, just ant- anticipate this movie even more. Yeah, uh, you've got some classic G1 designs. I mean, they're not 100%. But, but dude, you but know look exactly good. who you're looking at. It's like, how... Keep going, TJ. And um, when, the, when they're fighting, you can tell that it's two separate robots fighting and not a jumble of... It's not super whatever. dark. It's not super dark. It's... Man. Not enough explosions, though. Yet. They, they, uh, they got to do. Uh, they got to do all that post production, yeah. and it took a huge amount of the budget to actually make John Cena visible on film. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say, John Cena and Ed, and it looks like Fred Armisen is is going to be one of the villains or some I have of no the idea villains. Who that is. Or from the, the early version of like Sector Seven from the other movies. Yeah. But uh, I had no shits about Bumblebee movie. I'm like, I don't I know why either. they need to do it. But no like did. I said, no, I I'm with you. It. It's it looks good, but my only gripe is why did it take so long? Because Raven pointed out for them five movies to finally get the Transformers look the way they it's should not Michael look. Bay. Because it Michael didn't matter. Michael Bay is attached to it. He's an executive producer. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Though. Mean that's a, a, that's a title. That means that he has done all the other Transformers movies. He made them a shitload of money, so they're attaching his name to, to it. To give him money. So More he gets money. a paycheck yeah. still. I know what I'm saying, but why now have that classic look? The directors kind of went into that. He He's a huge fan of the old school stuff. Um, I've, I've read a couple of interviews and stuff that he's done, and um, he's able to get away with it because even though it is a prequel to like the Michael Bay movies, because it's a prequel, he can get away from those designs as much because they're on Cybertron a lot because they're way before they come to Earth originally. He can go and tweak these designs to be what he wants them to be. So this would be a prequel you would like. And I hope it's a prequel reboot. Reboot I the hope it is. I do too. Because I'm sorry. As much as I kind of I did like the Prime design in the first one oh i did not well the fact you got no. prime on the big screen but now having a real classic prime optimus yeah. and seriously i i lost my shit when i saw the trailer sound the, the sound wave good yeah. god cassette the sound player wave. sound wave yeah, yeah. sound wave and shock wave and uh uh-huh. you you had oh my the- god star scream looks 
Well, it's like a jet. Amazing. Yeah, the um, I don't think that's Starscream. I think that's Blitzwing. Yeah, that's Blitzwing. Yeah, according yeah, it's Blitzwing. But on the Cybertron scenes, um, at least in this trailer that we saw, or the other one that came out, it was an international trailer. Mm -hmm. You can see the Cybertronian jets. Yep, and they're in that kind of triangle looking thing. They're in the triangle jets form that they were in the original uh, Transformers cartoon. Yeah, and what's oh god, what's the guy that was always on Cybertron? Shockwave. Shockwave. Yeah, yeah we he's on there Shockwave. Too. Yeah, yeah, and he looks just like Shockwave. Like the fucking yeah. cartoons. Yeah, all these designs. I'm about shitting my pants. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, Optimus has got glass on his yes, uh, on his, on his pecs. He's, he's got, got smokestacks smoke on, on his shoulders. God, it looks Jesus. So, why couldn't they do this? It's like Bumblebee. red and blue in the yeah. right places. Like, it's god funny damn. because Bumblebee. Uh-huh. Doesn't look like himself. <laughs> Bumblebee has a real IDW look. Yeah, yep. he does. But he's he a does. Volkswagen. And that's yeah. what's he is important. a Volkswagen. And they yeah. carried the, the the face over that they used from they did. the movies. It's mm-hmm. the same Bumblebee face. But he still has a good, a much better design than the Bays. Yeah. Uh, Transformers. And he's so. small. I think to answer your yeah. question, Chuck, yeah, man. Uh, Michael Bay was making them a ton of money. So yeah. there was really no reason to change or to care. And now that, you know, they have some breathing room to. You know, do what they want to play with the franchise. Yeah, I hope this one does even better. I hope oh, so too. I, it should. I hope it looks so. so good. I mean, I'm honestly, s- the last there's there's you have been shit. Not they a made lot money. of money. There's not a lot of movies crowding it out mm-hmm. in December. It comes out in Christmas. Yeah, so it's be a hopefully good it does good Christmas movie to take your kids to. So yeah. Uh, another one that we got, we got uh, the final trailer for Fantastic Beast and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Sweet Jesus, that Jeez. looks good. I know. It looks so good. I'm going to have to see this in theaters. I don't care mm-hmm. anything about Harry Potter stuff. I did watch the uh, Fantastic, the Fantastic Beast, Beast, and Beast. Find them? and mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. It was great, and this one looks even better, and I don't, I don't even get all this stuff. Like, um, Allison is sitting there because she's a huge Harry Potter fan. And she's like, oh, my God, that's really important. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know what, what happened, but it looks cool. It looks yeah. good. It was the same way with Katie. I'm like, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah it's like awesome. I'm I think glad. that's kind of why I like these more than the other ones mm-hmm. is because you don't have you all have the books and yeah. all them. I don't have all that other nonsense. Mm-hmm. I have to feel like I have to know the other stuff. This is a new original story. We can just go with it. And yeah. And it's got a and for fans it's awesome because they have all this fan service in there for, for yeah, oh, mega absolutely. fans, but people that haven't been keeping up with it for the past twenty years like us, we can just go in and watch it. So yeah, yeah. and if yeah. you decide to go through with the rest of them, like read the books or whatever, then you'll see. Yeah, then you'll catch I recognize even better for you. Yeah, I recognize the uh, the weird flying horses. They were mm-hmm. in the series, but I'm like I recognize those. The mirror that uh. uh uh, I just want to say one thing too about Johnny Depp. He doesn't look like he's depping it up in this. He one. does not look like he's depping it up. I yeah. have to say that it's a brand new character. Normally he's just going this, nuts. Yeah, normally in this, in, normally by this point in the Johnny Depp movie trailer, though, he's depped it up quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, and uh, this looks like a classic kind of return to form for him because he, I mean, before Pirates, he was a really good actor. Yeah. So. He's done some really, really good roles, but he kind of just fell into. I guess if you can just show up and be he was weird, complacent. He yeah, got yeah, to be complacent and make and a this, big old paycheck. Why not do it? Yeah, but so uh, this yeah. is actually getting chops back. Him good. and Jude Law. I'm. Yeah, Jude Law is really looking really this. good in this. Jude Law's got a big, a, a couple of months coming up with with this and Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of lesser characters, but still, he's doing something out there. So, uh, yeah, this looks so good. Lesser so characters. Good. Well, he's not like a headlining character in this. This movie yeah, is not about new. him. Captain Marvel is not a. Even though he is Captain Marvel at the beginning, it's not about him. So Jude yeah. Law is Albus Dumbledore is not a big character. No, he's not the. He- it's not. It's not an Albus Dumbledore movie. It's a yeah. new. There's never been an Albus movie. Dumbledore there movie. There never will yeah. be. But he's just he's a big character. Okay, but not he's in the movie. Of, he's more of a. He's more of the plot than he, he moves is the, the plot character. Along. This is what you need to do, Mister Scamando. Yeah, exactly. And we also got a trailer for X Men Dark Phoenix. X three again, bringing this back. Yeah, I honestly didn't even watch. I'm a y'all know I'm a huge X Men fan. I didn't even I watched the trailer with the sound off mm-hmm. and haven't even tried to watch it until we watched it before the podcast. I just can't care about this. It doesn't it, look good. No, I'm. I have nothing good to say about it. It's I the, don't it's either. the same it's, stuff. It's. It's so much like X Men Three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just it's like goddamn. Jean's responsible for her parents' death. Do something. Xavier re- represses her memories. Yeah, and yeah, all just, sorts of shit goes wrong. Do something fucking different. Well, they go to space in this one. Maybe. No, they do. They do. Well, maybe. I mean, they show them in. No, this. that's how they started off. Is it? Okay. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I read I've an read article that. about yeah, it. Yeah. They jettison them into space. Yeah, yeah. They go I, to I'm space. so over um, J Law and myst- her mystique. Um, At uh, least she's blue in this one. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I I don't understand why they. The, uh, this is so like sort of accidentally meta of them that the original x-men movies came out and they were all in the black leather and so marvel did new x-men uh with uh morrison <laughs> and is it quickly is that the artist quietly name? Qu- quietly yeah. uh, which who i don't really enjoy no um and the redesign of that was to be more leathery and like the movies uh, that's what their costumes look like yeah. and now in the <laughs> movies they're wearing the quietly um Outfits. The outfits. Yeah. I Except, like, instead of being black, me? it's blue. I Is wanted it? to say, yeah. when they showed what their costumes look like in the trailer, that pissed me off the most because at the end of Apocalypse, you saw they had the traces of the character's yeah. costume with Cyclops with the blue with the yellow. It was thin lines, but it was like the bandolier yeah, was he the, was wearing. Yeah. Same with Nightcrawler, and now they went to these stupid, shitty original X Men costumes. These aren't the original. These are from the from the new new X Men. No, I'm saying they have the high X's that just take the the on the chest, and mm. it's, it was the, never a good like design. No, I'm saying the universal look where it's like from uh, the original X Men movies. Yeah. And then first class, it's like they all have these same one size fits all yeah. fucking uniform. And I'm like, you started to go towards individuality with the characters, and now you're back to, oh, we're just gonna make everyone the same. Yeah. No. I And B still does this fucking hulking out thing, which annoys the uh, hell yeah, out of me I still. Hate that too. I, I I there's so much to hate about this film. Yeah, I haven't seen Apocalypse yet, but this is making me want to watch it less. I mean, after as Apocalypse is probably going to be like Citizen Kane compared to this. I I, I wouldn't say that. As but Apocalypse as, is so forgettable. But as good as Days of Future Past was, yeah. And you're thinking, man, they're on the right track now. Yeah, yeah, because you had had Days of Future Past and um, First Class and things like that that are like, yeah, okay, this is different from everything. You're not you're not really taking into account the 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 comics and all. 
but it's better. Yeah. You we're, know. Maybe we're on the right track. Oh, fuck. Apocalypse? That's cool. And then, man. Yeah. Then. Oh, yeah. look how cool Psylocke looks. She looks perfect. And then just. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I just. I, I can't wait for Disney to I have would, this. Yeah, I would much rather. They kind of focus. I know why they're not focusing on as much on New Mutants because it's not a. It you can't sell it with the X Men name really. Yeah, that's that's the big reason it's kind of pushed off. Even though it's the one, I honestly I would still much rather see just based on what we have seen of it. Yeah, I would love to see New Mutants over this. Yeah, because um, it different. looks different. It looks at least interesting. This looks like a rehash, uh, like you said, of three. It is. It yeah. the actors are like some of them can be decent actors. Uh, none of them are great actors, like the 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 new kids and everything, um, which I don't expect them to be. They're kind no. of young, and I I like that their ages are about the right ages they should be for their Phoenix Saga. Yeah, um, but I the the main thing I hate about them trying to put the Dark Phoenix Saga in a movie, and which is why I, I I've said for years, and I really. And it's really hammered home to me more and more now is that X-Men should be a television series and not a movie series. You have the time to develop and flesh out yeah, the storylines. X-Men, lines. more than Avengers, more than any of these other things, is a, it's, it's a soap opera. Yeah. It is a, it's stories about relationships and all this craziness. And you've got these fights that kind of... Superheroes thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a superhero beat-em-up thing. Um... You can't speed it along with these. Phoenix had the Phoenix saga had such an emotional impact because yeah. you went along that journey with the characters. Yeah, and you don't get the, that. The in Phoenix this. saga is actually only like five or six issues for maybe? the Dark Phoenix, the Dark saga. Phoenix saga. But the whole entire Phoenix saga is from like issue, issue one hundred nine. Yeah, ninety four. Yeah, one hundred and one yeah. is when she comes back as Phoenix. All yeah. the way to like one forty something or something like that. One thirty seven is when she dies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's so Boiler. much build Three up to year it. Build up. Yeah. And the, and the major, the other major stories, like, um, well, I mean, Days of Future Past is a major story, but a lot of the beats from Days of Future Past are built yeah. on what had come before. Yeah. Um. Inferno. It. God forbid they ever try to do an Inferno movie because I'll just I won't even try to watch that. No, because uh, it requires so much build up and so much other stuff going on to get it right. And, it and maybe happen. that maybe that's the problem is that we're we're so used to this this house that Claremont built mm-hmm. uh, with the X Men, and <clears throat> there's no way to do that in in film. No, there's no what, way to do it. That's why I like how Marvel has done the Infinity stuff. Yeah. It's nothing. I mean, it can't be. Yeah, there's some story beats that are the same, but for the most part, though, it's completely different. Well, and that's what they've done with all the of their major things. Yes. Civil War was not Civil War in the comics, and um, but they all spun the beats it their were own. there. Yeah, they but spun it, was, it to do what they needed to do. Yeah. yeah. So I this, uh, it's just not. Looking like I, I just don't think the people that are creating these films understand the X Men and what it's about, and I think it's going to hurt Disney doing anything with them for a little bit to realize how to fit them in. Because TJ's saying like it's better off as a show because there's so much mm-hmm. nuances and things that go into it. You couldn't 
movies wouldn't now, if work. If they don't I, try to adapt those stories, though, if they go in, they, they pick a team of X-Men, and they go in, and they say, and they try to do something new, yeah. hit some of the same beats, yeah. but not try to... I mean, I honestly uh, think they could do, like, several X-Men over the year, and then that all of that... We're planning it out. We have three X-Men movies, and then the fourth one's going to be the Dark Phoenix saga. I think yeah. they could have done that, mm-hmm. uh, knowing going into it. And planting um, those seeds early and along what, the way. What makes me yeah. mad about this is I feel like now, it would like take you away said, Chuck, the rest of the MCU. Disney isn't gonna, uh, Disney's never going to touch the Dark Phoenix saga. No. Never. No, because twice it's being, it's being it's rehashed. Being, yeah, it's being rehashed mm-hmm. twice. They're, they're never going to do Days of Future Past, so I'm never going to get, like, we're never going to get, like, the actual uh, comic stories, you, they won't touch no. that. Um, we're never going to get... Uh, I, I, I won't say never. I don't think we'll get Apocalypse or Magneto anytime soon. I will say I'm getting burned out with Fastbender and uh, McAvoy yeah. by yeah. now. I, I, yeah, I, I think they there were no okay. Stuart McKellen. I'm just... Yeah, you're, they are you're not. You're hitting the same beats with them every exactly. single time. I can see why... I can see why and we Magneto's know how- so bitter now he's like charles like your idea is not fucking working yeah it's like i'm tired of having to explain this to you you give these speeches and no one cares mm-hmm. uh I, and we know how good good of actors both of these people are but they're so not it has being to used be, yeah it has to be the writers and the directors and, and yeah. everything in this because they're just they're i'm not into them as as those characters i don't believe that i fassbender is not magneto to me um, McAvoy is he not Xavier. In, he was in first class. Yes. yes. He, was, he, was he was getting in, there in first class. Yeah, and he was in Days of Future Past. I yeah. feel that he was in those two. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, though, no, I don't believe I don't the, I don't buy them as those yeah. characters in this. So Okay, we've been on We that beat that tangent. one up. We beat that horse. So yeah. all right. So uh that that's it for this week. We had a lot of a lot of news, a lot of trailers. So uh any questions? No mailbag? There are. Mailbag? We, we do have we do have mailbag. Y'all, y'all want to do a mailbag? Yeah, sure. let's, 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 let's pull out our mailbag. All right, guys. Well, this is the segment of our podcast where we get questions from you guys and we answer them for you. So let's uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, on Facebook, we have Katie Ask. What are you guys looking forward to the most in Iceland? Charles, what are your big plans that week? Okay, so not this next weekend, but the weekend after that, uh, uh, 80% of the podcast is going to be out of the country in Iceland, so there will not be an episode. No. Uh, we should just have Chuck do a single like, an we episode should, by uh, himself. No, Chuck <laughs> can live tweet what he's doing. The whole week. On Sunday on night. On Sunday night? Yes. So tune in. I'm going to be Sunday like Garth. Night. From fucking Wayne's World. I was yeah, by myself. That. Tune in Sunday night and Chuck will live tweet what he is doing. <laughs> I love this plan. I love this plan. I do too. I, th- I think it's a great plan. I think plan. this is a good one. I think this is a good Just one. Facebook I'm live having it. fun. Yeah, Facebook live it. <laughs> Not. Uh, yeah. Turn no, on your, no. turn, uh, live tweet yourself. Facebook living. Yeah. Your activity for the evening. So, uh, so like I You're said. You're covering two of the major. Uh, yeah. Throw some Snapchats on there too. Got it made, man. Do your stories. Do our stories on uh, Instagram. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna be. We've been planning for the last year and a half about uh, to head to Iceland, and uh, Chuck was gonna go with us. Didn't work out this year, so we're hoping next trip he'll he'll come along. We got him to the beach, guys. So that was a big step for him. Yeah. I mean, he's left Lake City. 
twice, to... two, three times, several so, times. Yeah, well, we've gone to Gainesville year. twice. Yeah, my back's actually still a little red from the beach. I don't yeah, know why it's kind of weird. My, I, my <laughs> still looks scaly from the first Probably time. Probably because you didn't put any sunscreen in. Yeah, <laughs> stayed out in the ocean for three hours. Let the seaweed exfoliate you for. I mean, it doesn't hurt. But I, I'm like, <laughs> that's true. It's still red. It so what hurt. are what are some of the things y'all are looking forward to in Iceland? The Aurora Borealis. Yeah, I really want to see I, that. I, I, if I don't experience anything else, I would like to experience the Northern Lights. And I'm probably in the minority. Okay. I hope we get some snow while we're there. I would love nothing more than to be drinking an Icelandic beer in one of those hot springs while it's snowing. Yes. Good God. But uh, it's also selfish thing because I want to take some pictures because oh, I'm yeah, taking yeah. – uh, some uh, figures to do some outdoor shoots for a change. So, some Kylo Ren, Katie's pulling up. Actually, uh, Hoth, Luke, and ooh, and, that's right, uh, that's right, that's right. Hoth, Luke, Leia, and um, Han. Okay, uh, and Katie's pulling a Brian Marshall here and asking two questions. So, uh, with a Parks and Rec party on the horizon, what character are you planning on going as? Who would your dream character be? So uh, my wife is planning a Parks and Rec birthday party. Uh, we just recently won the Parks and Rec trivia challenge That's at, right. uh, at Pal Patter. So we're two two for two. We're the office champions and the Parks and Rec champions. So and the Disney eat it. champions. Come at us. <laughs> yeah, come at us. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're doing a party. We're going to do It's a costume party. Does anyone have any ideas on who they will be? It's a surprise. Yes. It's a surprise. I know. Yeah, mine. I figure we most people don't want to. Do you, are you going to I'm fine with okay, saying what, what mine is. Who are you going to be? Um, I believe it's Brent from Animal yes. Control. Yes, Animal Control. And I will be coming with a stuffed uh, raccoon and a nice. and if I can find one, a stuffed possum. Okay, okay. I'm yes. sure you can that find cat a stuffed over possum. There. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mike, yes. Mike, do you 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 gonna let us in? I'm I'm up in the air right now. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be between uh, Burt Macklin. Oh, that's a good and one. Uh, Jerry. Uh, mm. <laughs> Jerry, Gary, Larry. I, I can't decide. Gary? Is it mayor version or is it? I'm just gonna be just regular office version. Okay. Oh, jeez. I love Inter- mayor version though. Yeah. Like the best mayor they've yeah. ever had. It's their golden age. Um. <laughs> We we've of course been watching through it again, and there was the one where Anne is uh, they're they're going to tell everyone that Anne and Chris are pregnant. Mm-hmm. And he oh, starts God. talking about her milk coming in. Oh, <laughs> I love, it's I love Chris. It's God, Rob Lowe is so good. Yeah, they're both just very distraught by him. Uh, yes, but uh, yeah. So those are uh, what about you, I'm, Ray? I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking maybe Dennis Feinstein, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Chuck, you should do Councilman Jam. Or uh, Dex, uh, not Dex Hart. Who's the other one that she oh. always walks in on when she's saying inappropriate things? I'm not sure. Probably. You should be Leslie. I'll be disappointed be if Leslie. Nathan isn't Jam, actually. That's He's got true. Hair. Nathan is Jam. Yeah. 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 Nathan is, is, is Jam. jam. Naturally, so I'm going to be really disappointed if he doesn't come as jam. You've been balked. All right, that's uh, somehow more infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) Our good buddy Greg Steele says, "Gentlemen, in the loosest sense of the term, (laughs) thank thank you, appreciate it." Uh, He's in a local Albany, Georgia '90s rock band called 95 
Oh, that's good. No shameless plug here. Uh, they would love to have um, us all at a show sometime. It costs, if we get back to Albany. Yeah. Free tickets. Yeah, we get free tickets. Uh, what are your <laughs> favorite travel. 90s rock tunes we should be playing? So, so see, it wasn't one song. It was favorite. What, what what that can we're we're gonna do one song, Greg? Each. Uh, oh what's, wow! What's Fuck a favorite that. rock song from the nineties that ninety five Greg's uh, rock band um, should be playing? Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off because y'all are still thinking. No, I have uh, go, go for it. Though. I'm just waiting on what you're gonna say. I, yeah. One headlight by Wallflowers. That's okay. my quintessential nineties mm. uh, rock jam. Chuck, do you have one, TJ? Go for it. Do you have one? No, go. I got. I'm holding. Chuck's gonna say thunderstruck. <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> not, th- not thunderstruck. What's the lightning or live one? No, lightning not. crashes. Yeah, yeah. That's what Chuck's gonna say. No, it's it's Pizza Hut. No, it's not. Then it's gonna be the thunderstruck by by no. Garth Brooks. No, I'm, <laughs> it's that's what you do with thunder. thunder rolls. No, yeah. that's not the song. No, I've actually been listening <laughs> to a lot of grunge truck. this week. <laughs> uh, by Garth Brooks. <laughs> What now? I'm just thinking of Garth Brooks singing Thunderstruck. <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about ACDC singing Thunder Rolls. That's how it's going to say a good ACDC. We're starting an ACDC band now, Mike. <laughs> but uh, you got one, TJ or Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, you guys help me decide. I, I've got two. Uh, wait, what was the question again? Uh, 90s song for the okay, okay. favorite for 90s Found Out About song. You by the Jim Blossoms. Uh, okay, that's a good, a good one. one. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorites. Or, uh, God, what was the other one? <sighs> uh, it's, oh, uh, light you, Let Me Light Your Candle by the Black Crows. I want to see Greg Steele fucking belt that out. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, we, he didn't mention. I wonder what Greg plays in this I, band. What, I don't uh, know what Greg type Steele, they play. Greg's a manager. <laughs> Greg. I was going to say Greg Steele sounds like a drummer name. He's no. like one of those. I think no? he's a keyboardist. He's a one man band. Oh, he's Greg. Yeah, Ninety five is yeah. is Greg Steele. Ninety five <laughs> is how many instruments he plays at once. <laughs> he's like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, pretty much anything off of uh, core. I would say Stone Temple Pilots. Oh yeah, plush cracker man, sex that thing, wicked garden, but uh, wood them bones, uh, rooster man in a uh, man notorious in the box thugs. from Alice in Chains. Yeah, I want to see uh, notorious thugs, the bone thugs and harmony, <laughs> harmony, notorious B.I.G. That's what I'm talking about. Seven a.m. woke up in the morning with hitting caffeine and green and nicotine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna go with uh, because it wouldn't be early '90s. Ooh. Without some Aerosmith, Ooh. which I can, one I can do without Ooh. Aerosmith? I, huh? But he, I can do but without no, Aerosmith. You no, got a gun. That's not your opinion, though. He's saying that for him. It's not man. I mean, yeah. you do look like a lady. Janie's got a gun. I'm thinking yeah. like Love and Marriage. Crazy. Crazy is classic nineties. It's classic nineties Aerosmith. Which is funny because I figured you would have said something off a correct rear view. Who do you know I was thinking about I it. I thought you were going like, to say something. I'm hey, like, but hey, he's going wallflowers. He's going some gym yeah. blossoms. I'm going to go a little different with it. That's cool, man. And I would, I would like to see him try to hit those Steve Tyler notes. Uh, that'd be yeah. That'd be interesting. Wicked game by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's That's like, we already play that. Anything? <laughs> Why wouldn't we? 
Oh, oh, um, good Michael Bolton song. What? Those don't <laughs> exist. No, no, no. Something oh, from I Michael he meant Bolton. All of them. <laughs> Something from Michael Bolton. I told us. Oh God! You know what song I'm singing? I just can't think of the name of it. What? That one you're just doing? Yeah. Yeah. Do that one, Greg. But I can't yeah. think of the name of it. Bust out some Michael Bolton. All right. Don't have an aneurysm throw though. Them, throw them chops out. We have one more question on uh, the Instagram from Amish Baby Maker. Oh, I'm sorry, Amish Baby Machine. Uh, what are your thoughts on you not enough? You should change your name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on not enough of the Odul's family, Buzz, Biff, uh, Stan Gables, etc. anymore to help naturally control the nerd population? So. Uh, so I guess he's talking bullies. about like their natural predators or yeah. bullies. Um, yeah, because the nerd population, I guess, has sort of like exploded lately with all the superhero movies and all that kind of stuff has come into the mainstream. It's just it's just more of an acceptance of it. Well, I, well it's well, more of an acceptance of it, but also like I don't, like, I, I think bullying bull- is not as funny anymore. No, oh, no. so. Well, nerd nerd culture is more uh, normalized now. Mm-hmm. You, you you don't see the stereotypical like uh, Lewis Skolnick anymore. You see, you know, kind of an underdog type character like yeah. uh, Superbad. I think is a good yeah. Uh, you know, McLovin. Uh, you know, Vogel is a huge nerd in the movie, but uh, the other guys who are also nerds. Uh, you know, we're, we're more like kind of an everyman, and then mm-hmm. the bullies just pick on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you also have stuff like um, uh, the kids on Netflix. Stranger wow. Things. Wow. Why can't I think of that? Stranger Things, like those kids being like super nerds and stuff like that. Um, I don't know where I was going well, with that. you know that. somebody would have been around to kick their ass. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, the and they just get made fun of a lot in, the, in that show. Like there are certain kids that want to, but they just can't. But I think it's just... The, Nowadays, it's just pe- the acceptance of it because, like, you can be a nerd on just about anything. Like well, Mike think, likes uh, Mike with his guns. You can nerd out and be nerdy about that. It's not specific <laughs> to. But if, but people aren't going to make fun of a, no, ner- a gun saying, like, nerd. No, like, like they are a comic book. Like nerd. like football, like sports, <laughs> baseball. You can be a nerd on specific things. I, I, no, I don't like really with think your that's vinyl. True. I don't yeah. know. There were a lot of nerds last night at the Mexican restaurant. We were in the middle of a conversation, and all here's. Like oh, you know, all the sport, yeah, all you know, the sports it, games going on. Yeah, you know, if, if I saw you know Picard and Riker take you know Bird of Prey out of the sky, I'm not going to yell in the middle of you That's know the true. bar. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I think it's like we were saying though. I bullies have kind of went out of favor. Yeah. Um, especially nowadays. So I I don't think you're going to see them represented in fiction as Except much. Except for 13 yeah. reasons well, why. And, like, Lots of bullies there. Yeah. Well, and like. In that that era when there were like nerds and and uh, like nerdy 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 people and then the bullies that beat up on them always every time the bullies are bested mm-hmm. eventually um, and I think that just comes like f- in real life yeah and I think that comes from like uh, the the people that were making the movies yeah were nerds yeah. exactly they were nerdy people that's the people that are like artists are nerdy usually mm-hmm. and. Uh, so they grew up with that kind of stuff happening, but then the new generation of artists like saw all of those movies, and it didn't feel like. I feel like it's probably not something that like 
needed to be represented anymore because yeah. it's not yeah. something you know it's more of a uh what, what, what's the old saying the best revenge is living a good life kind of thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. revenge is a dish best served cold uh, that's the other one i yeah. thought it was skinning your opponent's leg and rubbing it with salt but mm-hmm. mine was problem? uh to uh that's just my personal one destroy okay. your enemies <laughs> dreams and drink their tears and was blood actually- Mine's crush your enemies. <laughs> Have their women <laughs> driven before you. And lamentations of their women. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's our questions for the week. That's our podcast for the week. If you yeah. enjoyed this, follow Actually, us on for, the... Yeah, for this week. For this week. We'll, yeah. I think we'll do another one next week. It's two days before we leave, so yeah. we'll see. Um, follow us on the Instagram, YouTube. We're still trying to work up some more content. We had a, we, we had a good run for a little bit, but uh, we kind of fell off on that. Um Nathan stole my tripod and tr- did some dumb thing with some dumb music video for some dumb music or something. Oh, whoa, whoa. We have to have a podcast next Sunday. Why? Our Venom review. Oh, we're oh, going to see that? Shit. We're going to have to see it that first. God damn. <laughs> I canceled my movie pass finally because I fuck thought, those guys. I thought my week couldn't get worse. I can't wait to see that PG-13 CGI shit fest. Yeah. God damn it, Chuck. You don't come to anything, and then when you do want to go to shit, it's fucking Venom. Let's go to Venom. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Follow us on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks, and the YouTubes, and we'll see you next week. Nerds Who Get Late Sometimes is recorded at the illustrious Big Brown Record Town Studios in beautiful downtown Lake City. Episodes are published each Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerds who get laid. We're at nerds who get laid on Twitter and Instagram. We're part of the Geeks Worldwide Podcast Network. You can find reviews and articles we write at thegww.com. We're also part of the Modest Pod Podcast Network. We're on floridageekscene.com and also we be geek geekspc.com please subscribe rate and review us on itunes stitcher radio and podbean you can also check out the show notes for links about things we talked about in this episode thanks so much this has been a production of the gww radio network please don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on itunes stitcher and soundcloud Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more! Geeks Assemble!